What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Can you feel the power? Can you feel the power? Feel the power of double X. Hey, 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 my name is Davis and I'm from Haiti, but I'm living in Dominican Republic. I'm here, positive power 21. Jerry was live worldwide. That's right, you tell me, little buddy. You're listening to Late Night. Late Night with Jerry was live worldwide and the beautiful Kimmy Kim out of St. Louis. Welcome, everybody, to Late Night with Jerry was live. Hope you guys uh, had a chance to hear that beautiful song. That's right. It was awesome, awesome by Second Sunny. And we were here a little bit more at the end of the program. So if you just tune in and you missed it, I know some of you guys wait till the last minute to dial in. That's right. But we started 10 o'clock shop. That's right. Batman tried to get it, try to be, you know, on time. That's right. And we hope everybody had a great weekend. We know for consecutive weeks. That's right. Consecutive weeks. We've been having HBCUs homecoming. That's right. We had Morgan, D.C. and the DMV back-to-back weekends. And then this following weekend, they just had North Carolina, A&T. And, you know, they have the biggest and the baddest homecoming. They, they, they threw all the punches. So anybody was down there who was blessed to be there because it's hard to get hotels, man. Because the minute, the minute they step out the hotel... The minute they step out their room, they book next year. Because it's pretty much every, every year is around the same time. But anyway, we we know we hope everybody had a, a great time, a safe time, and um unforgettable time. And um shout out to my, my kids. Both my kids were there. My daughter flew down to hang out with her brother. They went to the football game and everything. And um had a great time. Said so the weather was fantastic. That's right, fantastic weather. All right, let's bring Kimmy Kim, see what's going on in her world. What's up, Kimmy Kim? What's up? Hi, Jerry. How are you? I am great. I am doing phenomenal. I'm good. Well, you excited about this show? You got Second Son on here. I am so excited about the show. You know I love radio. It's because of you. I'm still doing it. It's been, what, since 20... 14 since we met yeah yeah yeah. because i I got i started this station 2013 um early i think what 2007 through 2009 we were podcasting then i came back around 2013 got on the air with uh with tina hobson and man we was doing like two shows a night five days a week and (laughs) isn't that something remember those days i remember that i know (laughs) i used to listen to all of them i know in between now you did that in between our Mm -hmm. stations you know 
Relations Radio and Positive Power, we have over 10,000 radio stations archive. That's right, y'all. Over 10,000. That's That's right. That's right. And and, and this episode is probably celebrating 100 and uh, no, 700. Let me see. How many episodes do we have on this show? Let me get y'all the exact countdown. All right. Okay. Yeah, because I, you know, I don't really. Paid no mind till it's time for us to send the shows to the distributor, and then I, then that's when I say, "Oh man, we got that many shows." Okay, we this is this is episode eight hundred and twenty four. Wow! No, this is eight twenty five. Eight twenty five. That is a lot of shows. I I remember starting the Monday Night with You in twenty fifteen. <laughs> Yeah, or, man. Yeah, twenty fifteen. A lot yeah. of road, a lot of airways, and then um, yes. of course you know you took you took a little time off, and Shay and Paula G joined up with us, and um, it was a lot of great relationships was was formed, you know, during that period too. Because remember we had that um, the Christian party line was going on Friday nights, and we met a lot of <laughs> develop yeah. a lot of people into podcasting because at the time a lot of people don't really think they can do this, but you have something to say, something. That that you can say that can encourage and motivate and inspire someone to want to, um, you know, do some, some work for God, you know, inspire and help somebody. People listen to this stuff. Yeah. And I was just talking to Kelly out, you know, on a, on a, on a Thursday night podcast, telling how well some of these stage, these shows are doing. And she was like, well, cause we're having, Kelly was trying to talk me into um, <laughs> doing live studio uh, for, for her Comcast show. And I told you know I'm kind of not ready for that right now you know because a lot of people realize television have a lot of guidelines in place for COVID. <laughs> I mean they real strict guidelines. It's so strict it's unbelievable. You just be surprised. And right now with the amount of people getting fevers and stuff because you know it's, the weather is changing and people are doing more stuff indoors. I just don't have time to be sick. <laughs> Got too much work to do. Too much. It's too much to yeah. do. That's right, man. Television stations will hit me up last week. I'm looking for a new season. So um we're gonna be working on um we're working on a season just to keep everybody up to date what we do on the television. The Crystal Henry show. If you had an opportunity to catch the Crystal Henry show, I'm gonna tell you, Sister Crystal is a teacher. She can teach that word. And uh, every time she teach, I get chills, you know, during that session. And um, so, and sometimes she does entertain guests on her show, but I just love when she teaches. And uh, we had a big discussion about that, the difference between preaching and teaching. So um, her show is airing on the weekend channel, but you'll be able to catch a full season. That's right. 13 episodes will be airing um, next season um, coming up on um, the Earth Channel in Atlanta and um, Comcast Channel 25. So everybody get a chance to uh, release the local people who who subscribe to that network. We have an opportunity to experience Sister Crystal. And she is coming out of Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Dallas, Texas. Congratulations. Yep, her and her husband. You can catch her and her husband here on Positive Power on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday nights. So come on out and join us on Powerlift. They have some phenomenal guests. And a lot of times they have guests who... Who are doing really well out there, um, you know, getting Grammys. Got num- one just got nominated for four Grammys, and you can catch her singing national anthems at playoff games for baseball, football, and basketball. And we talking about Michelle Brooks Thompson. That's right, one of the Apollos. She was on The Voice, I think, season three. So we do get some of those exciting guests sometime. I think we had uh, Howard Hewitt's niece on here. She had a couple hit songs a few years ago. So come on and join us, y'all, on, on Powerlift. All right, you ready to talk to Brother Charles? 
You ready? I'm sure I'm ready for Brother Charles. Yeah, I know he's ready, too. He's been emailing me, so we're excited to have him on here from Second Son. What's going on, Brother Charles? Welcome to Late Night with Jervis Live Worldwide and Kimmy Kim. How you doing, sir? Hello, my people, my people, Jerry and Kimmy Kim. How you guys doing? It's good to hear from you. Great, great. Awesome. Thank you for joining. I think I'm doing you, great. I think Thanks we got company. Me. I think we got company, too, right? No, actually, it's just myself. Uh, the other guys couldn't make it. Okay. So. All right. Because I, I thought he mentioned, um, I, yeah, I thought he said someone else was going to join us today, too. But this is Brother Charles. You can handle it. We We know this is your thing. You know, <laughs> yeah. Amen, God, amen. All right. Well, look, I'm going to be engineering the show. I'm right here when you guys need me. We do have a uh, um, people stick around at the end of the show. We're going to play his song. You get a chance to hear this beautiful song we we open with. So um, stick around. So Kimmy Kim, I'm right here if you need me. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jerry Royce, and thank you once again for this opportunity to be on Positive Power 21. And how you doing, my brother Charles? Oh, I'm doing great. And thank you for this opportunity to be on uh, your uh, great radio program. It's it's such an honor to be with you guys tonight. Well, it's an honor. (laughs) It goes both ways because I'm ready for this fellowshipping time, and uh, I have heard so much about you and um, your – the person that you're representing me, and uh, I'm just grateful for another chance to fellowship. So before we begin this wonderful time, can you tell the listeners, who is Brother Charles? Okay, my name is Charles Watson. I'm the founder of the Second Son Music Group, and um, we've been in existence for 10 years, and I was, yeah, for 10 years, thank God, and finally, it's actually a lifelong dream of mine, yeah have um, a CD or uh, to to bring an album out, and God finally made a way, you know. I was uh, brought up in church. My father was actually an an assistant pastor, so I was in church all the time. And I was tired of going to church, Kimmy, to tell the truth. Well, I'm trying to remind myself of the PKs. Right, right. The PK kids. It could be the pressure kids because it's got a lot of pressure on you when you're a preacher. I know. Kid. That's why I was I was kind of like giggling. I was like, okay, PK. Yeah, that's right. They expect you to live like uh, you you don't have any Thanks. type of temptation or desires to do anything else but go to church. Those type <laughs> yeah, of people, and, they don't have a life themselves because I tell people, um, the only person that was uh, truly perfect in the Bible was Jesus. So don't don't um, judge me because you are not perfect either. And um, right. PKs, I, I, you guys are, you know, human too. So I really felt bad for you guys because everybody, exactly. you know, was looking at you, especially when you're outside the church and you're at school or at a restaurant or at the movies when you're a teenager. So I feel I feel for you. <laughs> Yeah, I was, <laughs> when I was a teenager, people thought I was so square, and I hated that. That was the, the, what people would call you when you weren't so-called uh, in the mix, you know. So I was tempted, of course. I was, I, I was going to church, and I was 
I was going up to church steps, but I was looking elsewhere, uh, so to speak. So um, the enemy, uh, he took advantage of that. Uh, just like in those cartoons when we were small, you got an angel on one shoulder and a little demon on the other shoulder. <laughs> That's actually true because uh, I listened to the outside influences and it led me down a path that was really dark and it got me into situations that were really dangerous. So um, a lot of my uh, people that I were very close to, uh, they died terrible deaths. And I was out in the street selling drugs and doing my thing out there in the street. And uh, when that happened, I started using the drugs I was selling. And I got hooked on crack, and I was doing heroin, I was drinking, and it just sent me into a dark place. And I was okay. just grateful to God that he brought me out of it without me um, dying in those situations, because they were really bad situations, um, being on drugs for that long. But I must say, when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, uh, a miracle took place. Mm, and that miracle was that when when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, I didn't realize that I didn't want any drugs for two days. And I just kind of like searched myself and said, wow, I didn't even want a cigarette. And Jesus, he, when he came into my life, he he took away the desire of the world and the, the desire. I was a real criminal. I was, when you say that I'm going to make some money, I wasn't talking about punching the clock. I was talking about going and doing some dirt <laughs> out there in the street. Wow. And, right. And, and, and God did it for me. He, he took me out of that yeah. sinful lifestyle. I was one incident that was really, uh, a catalyst for me to being saved today and living myself, living uh, a life with Jesus Christ as the head of my life. I was mm. selling drugs in a drug house and, and just the party broke out. I had the drugs and women came in and, you know, like I said, a party broke out. I started doing my own drugs and I was, snorting cocaine, I was smoking crack, and I did something that we called back in the days, in the 80s, I call it, call it 51. That's when you put cocaine mixed in a weed, in weed and roll a joint. And I hit that 51, Kimmy, and when I... Oh, wow. They had to be strong. It, it's like it blew at the top of my head off. I was like, wow, that was a mean hit right there. And I'm thinking that, you know, my heart was going to regulate. I was like, well, you know, I was a good hit. And subconsciously you think, well, when I come down off that hit, I'm getting another hit. But the thing is, my heart never regulated. And it just went wow. haywire. And I wow. panicked. And I panicked. I tried to leave out of the, the, the dope house that I was in. And I was, wasn't far from my house, and I panicked. I left out of the dope house. And when I left out of the dope house, I was going down, they got into my street, and I, I collapsed 
because my heart was beating so erratically. And when I collapsed, I felt myself dying. Mm. And when I felt myself dying, when you're dying, you know that you're dying. You know, I, I felt myself dying. I was even trying to physically hold myself in, if that makes any sense. It but does. When I, was, when I was dying, I saw something that scared me so bad. It, it actually terrorized me. I saw a huge evil spirit. I mean, Kimmy, that thing was huge and it was slimy. And it was what it was doing. It was laughing at me. It was actually laughing at me. And it what it didn't say it, but the laugh said, oh, I got you now. I got you now. And I began to call on God with everything I had. Now, I don't know if I was saying it in spirit or physically because I was teetering in and out of the physical and the spiritual. And when I called on God, what God replied, his reply to me scared me worse than that evil spirit that I saw. And God said, no. When I asked God to help me, God said no. And I was like, wait a minute, you God, you're supposed to help me when I call on you. But wow. it was a resounding, it was a resounding no, Kimmy, it really was. And it was like a, a, a finality to it. And I was like, God, you're supposed to help me. God, please help me. And he said, no. When I called you, you didn't answer me. I heard that just as good as I'm hearing you on this uh, radio podcast. I heard it clearly. And when God said that to me, when he said that to me, Kimmy, it was a hopelessness that I can't even explain. It was a hopelessness that came over me that it was terrifying. I was just really terrified because I realized then when God say no, who are you going to go to? Who, who are you going to go to to save you from whatever situation you're in? And when God wow. said no, I said, you, you have to help me. But it was a finality to his no. And I just, when I lay there and I was gripping my side, trying to hold myself in, this person came out of nowhere. I don't even know where they came from. And they knew me. And he said, Charles, what did he say? What are you doing on the ground? And I told him, I said, listen, man. I said, listen, I got some drugs in my pocket. You can have them. I said, just get me home. Just get me home. And he said, okay, I'll take you home. And when he took me home, my wife was pulling up at the same time because I hadn't been home in a couple of days. That drugs just keep you away from your loved ones. And when she got the car, she was fussing at me. Mm. And I didn't know what she was saying, but she was fussing at me. And she told me later on, she said, when you raise your head, I saw death on your face. She said, I saw death on you. And she said, get into the hospital. And they drove me to the hospital. And I could tell. They just took me straight on in. And I could tell they were working feverishly on me. And I could tell when God accepted my plea. Because Mm. there was a warmth warmth came over me. And I felt strength come to my body. 
And what I, was that feeling it, like, though? I mean, oh, this is a feeling like, of hopelessness that I can't even explain. Mm. It was a feeling of doom. That's what it was, a feeling of doom. And I, I thought about it later on, and as I was, when I was, became a minister, I was reading and studying the Word, and out it just blew me, <laughs> just blew my mind when I read in Proverbs, the first chapter, it says, when destruction suddenly comes upon you, I will mock you in your mm. calamity. You will call me, and I will not answer. And mm. I was, actually, I was amazed because God was speaking to me His written word, right from His written word. And people say, "Well, God won't leave you in that situation." Well, you, well, you don't know the God that we know, huh? <laughs> yes, He will. Right, and I've had people to say, well, God told you no, and God don't change his mind. Well, yes, he does. Uh, when King Hezekiah uh, was told by none other than the prophet Isaiah that you were going, he was going to die, and God told him, tell King Hezekiah to get his house in order because he's going to die. And exactly. King Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. And he started crying out to God. And God heard his cry and gave, he added 15 years to his life. So that's the example that God can, he will, and he does change his mind. So I'm just happy yes, that God changed his mind for Charles Washington and blessed me to have um, do a work for him in a day such as this. I'm just happy, just happy to be on your uh, broadcast and share that with the people out there. Wow, that's a powerful testimony. Um, drug addiction is still high in year 2022. So this testimony, I hope whoever is listening, please, my brother just gave you the remedy. Put it in God's hands. He will deliver you out of your addiction. We all have some form of addiction. And be That is so true. Maybe close. So I'm just grateful that you are strong enough to share that with us because someone needs a breakthrough. And when they just heard what you have gone through, a PK. Come on. PK. And you have all this pressure under Leave your belt because you are a PK. And so it's so unfair. And is that the reason why you love music? Did music also help with your doomness? Or was it something that you always well, loved? Well, I was, uh, I love Detroit. And back in the oh, 70s, that's we, the we, that's <laughs> the yeah, we had a good one back in the 70s. And, uh, <laughs> I was just, uh, we were doing R&B, and um, I was writing songs back then, but um, the guys that I was singing with, uh, it's hard to get people to run with your vision. So uh, we had group. You know why? Because that's your vision and not for them. And so God tells us to do our vision, and then he's going to send those errands our way. And so that's 
what I think, that uh, he will send people to help us with our vision. But we are responsible for the vision. Amen. Favorite songs that you um, enjoy over the over the years because you know one thing I'm, I have learned about art they have some of the favorites it may not be you know gospel be because mm-hmm. a little off tired uh huh I'm sorry I'm losing you you what are your favorite music that you like to listen over well, I, I like R&B. I, I think that um, my songs reflect that R&B influence. Um, I've been okay. told that uh, they pin the the nickname on uh, my song is uh, R&G, rhythm and gospel. R&G, R&B, okay. rhythm and blues, okay. rhythm okay. and gospel. So, yeah, it, it's uh, something that I don't know. It just is incorporated into my music. So um, I just use that to, in my experiences, I put that into music, what I experienced uh, out there in the street and what where God brought me from. I, and I would like to admonish everyone that's out there listening to me that's um, been on any type of drugs. Uh, you can't lock God in a box and say, well, Mm-hmm. He'll come when I call him. He'll come when I get in trouble. God, you stay right over there, and then when I need you, I'll call you and you come and run it. That's not the way it works. You have to heed the call of God. Um, the, the word says, the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. So I, this goes out to all the people that are listening out there. I don't care what situation that you're in. There is something in you that tells you, you know when you're doing wrong. And you, you know when you're doing wrong. And usually when we override that uh, instinctual guidance that God gives us, we really get in trouble. So yes. when you hear the voice of God calling you and you can feel that, give heed to that because it's not guaranteed that you'll get out of the situation that you're in. So I admonish everyone out there, especially the people that have a church background. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised when I'm out there. I have um, my own street ministry. I give my testimony in prisons, jails, homeless shelters, nursing homes, and street ministry. And uh, a lot of people that I witness to and tell about the goodness of Jesus Christ. They have a background in church. <laughs> they really do. You think that person out there selling drugs or that young lady? Now, out those there are the ones that drugs. sometimes imitate. Yeah, sometimes they be. That and they be. That some is, of those are mean people. I I met some of those people. Yeah. Yeah, that is so true. So I just would admonish everyone out there that. You're in some. Everyone is going through something, Kimmy. Yes. Everyone is going through something. Nobody just sails through life without any type of problems. So I would admonish everyone that's out there to, to call on Jesus. And and as old people say, 
call on Jesus, he will answer prayer. <laughs> so, yes, he will. And I'm a living witness to that. I'm a living witness. And if you want to be kept, if you want to be saved, if you want to, I love being uh living for God because it's a challenging lifestyle. You, What you're doing is going yes. against what's needful. So I've been a minister, I've been an ordained minister for 25 years now. So okay. if you want to be kept and you want to live for God, people say, well, you know, that's, they think it's a boring lifestyle. But no, I'm having the best time in my life. Amen. Amen, my sister. Anything but boring when you're going against what's natural and you're living exactly. for the super and there are rewards. God, Jesus said in his word, he said, I have come to give you life and that yeah, more abundantly. So I'm living my best life through Jesus Christ. And with these songs, I hope that uh, you enjoyed the songs that uh, that are on the album. They're on all the uh, digital outlets they're streaming on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, all of those streaming outlets. You can access all the songs on the album. And I believe we're going to play one of them after the um, interview. So um, do you write your songs or do you have someone who writes them? No, I've written all the songs that are on the uh, on the album, I've um, written the okay, music. Okay. With, with, yes, with help from uh, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Tim Bowman, and you might it's have heard nice of Vicky Wynn. I don't know if you've heard of Vicky Winans. Oh, whew, really? You're gonna you gonna ask me that question? Yeah. <laughs> Who have <laughs> not heard of Vicky? <laughs> yeah, Vicky I love her. Is, uh, and Tim, Vicky is actually a Bowman. She married Marvin Winans. But uh, Tim is, and Vicky are sister and brothers, so. Shake um, yourself loose. Come on now. My turn. <laughs> you got a turn, girl. <laughs> oh, I love that song. You, 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 you talking to the wrong one. I know me some Vicky Winans. That song right there got me out of some dark days. It's something oh, about that yeah. song. Shake yourself loose. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. You got me thinking about this song now. Well, go ahead. Oh, no. I just love that song because I remember, like, when you you be in a bondage, and the moment you hear that song by Vicky Winan, uh, oh, my goodness, you feel like just dancing around the furniture and in the living room, and you feel free. And she has some really good music. Yeah. Yes, so. she does. So that's her brother that produced this uh, this oh, album. Really? Uh, Tim Bowman, he's a world-renowned uh, jazz guitarist. So okay. he he's, he causes uh, he plays jazz, but they're gospel influenced. I should say it's gospel influenced jazz because he grew up in the same church that I did. His father was a deacon, and my father was the assistant pastor. So, yeah, all uh, of these Detroit's um, talents, it seemed like they came from there, like the Clark sisters and now you. And I know, I think the Wyness came from Detroit, right? Yeah, they're straight out of Detroit. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, See, so, yeah, I'm still learning, yeah. you know? 
all of those guys. They, yeah, just straight out of Detroit. So, yeah, it's Dietrich Haddon, and, and the list goes on uh, of Detroit people. So we're 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 rep- trying to represent Detroit. <laughs> we, we well, you have Jesus Barry Gordon, so you didn't have a choice. That's for Motown, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you got for four. <laughs> right, right. I'm just uh, overjoyed that you guys have had me on your uh, podcast tonight, and I'm looking forward to maybe coming to the city near you and when we're on our tour. Just when okay. you hear a second so, song, so, when you hear a second um, song, come on down. So how often do you travel? Well, right now um, we're not traveling. I had we had a terrible um, death. Uh, one of one of my uh, singers died, who happened to be my brother, and he's the lead singer. And it's really hard to replace him. Um, the people that you get to sing with you not only have to be harmonious with their singing, but you have to get along with each other. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it was, it was devastating. He just is coming up on a year. And he just suddenly died. Mm-hmm. He was, Sorry to hear that. Forty-four years old. So uh, very young. Once we, okay. Yeah, he's very young, and he's very influential in this uh, this album getting it completed. So what well, we're we're in a transition period right now, but I know God's gonna send someone. Once we do get that that person or those two people, then uh, we're on our way. <laughs> God is good. I, believe I know you. they're coming. They're coming. I hope you enjoy it, the music. I know you will. It's, I know I will. Fun. So tell us, what do you do for fun outside of music? What do you enjoy doing? I'm actually uh, retired from mental health. Uh, mental, I was okay. a mental health worker. So okay. Uh, I'm You're a, strong. Right. Yeah. So I'm thinking about going back to work. Uh, some I've had a couple of offers to come back and and work with some people uh in the mental health uh field so uh it's it's sorely needed right now and yeah. you know i say i approach mental health from a spiritual standpoint because mental health is actually uh spiritual warfare and spiritual warfare is actually psychological warfare so uh, the enemy plants things in our minds, and you're okay until you act on them. Once you get, once the enemy gets you to act on those things that he's implanted in your conscious and subconscious, then that's where we go wrong. So I could I could preach a sermon, Matt, but I'm not. I'm here to talk about the music. <laughs> that's so true, because it says in the word to keep your minds yeah. that are honest, pure. Okay. True. Come on now. Jesus knew exactly what he was talking about when he says when you take care of your mental health, the physical will follow. Amen. 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 That's straight out of Philippians. And I yes, use actually Kimmy. Actually, Kimmy, I use that as your your mental health scripture. That's what I call your mental health scripture. And it says Whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely. Think on these things, those things which you think about and implant them in your heart. 
And then it says the peace of God that surpasses all understanding mm. shall be you, with you. you. You're, you're starting some trouble now. What are you trying to do now? You're starting no trouble. <laughs> do we need to get some music and some tambourines now? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. is good. But that's true, though. He he knew exactly what we needed because he knows that everything begins in the mind. Um, I remember re- reading Joyce Meyer's book when I was following her back in those days, The Battle of the Mind. That is so true. That's why it's important what you feed it because you can't you can't feed you can't look at everything. You cannot read everything and thinking that is going to produce um, you know wonderful thoughts that is in line with the word of God. So you have to live yeah. your life and you have to meditate day and night. That's what it says in um, Psalms 1. So I'm with you on, on that. I really, believe, I really believe mental illness is important and it's been neglected in the black church for so long. So I'm so thankful that we are now seeing that everything begins in the mind. Because we always took care of our physical health, but the mental it has always been passed down from generations to generations. And people think because you go see a, you know, psychologist or a um, Christian counselor that you, you're crazy. No, you need the same coaching as you do when you go to the physical gym. It's just a, another way to, re- you're, you're exercising your mind. So I'm grateful to have somebody like you who is, you know, being a great uh, representative for the mental health field. That is true. That is so true. We we deal with that all the time, that stigma of going Mm. to uh, a psychologist or a psychiatrist. And a lot of times it's church people that is against they are get they're the ones that are, that are against you going to a psychologist. So I tell them, well, can God heal you? Of course, God can keep heal you. But when your leg is broken, you go to the doctor. You go right. to come on now. So when your thought pattern is broken, you have to go to a mental doctor to correct the um, broken thought pattern just as a physical doctor corrects a broken leg or a broken arm. So it's it, it's it's mental and it's physical, but you have to have, hey, Jesus, uh, one of his best associates was a doctor. That yeah. was Dr. Luke. Yeah. So um, don't put our mental health workers down or don't put anyone down who, you know, who did you know goes to see a psychologist to keep their uh, their thoughts straight, their thought pattern uh, from being broken? So God is good. I'm ask God to help me, to lead me, and guide me in the way that I should go and who I should, what I should say, and how to say it to these people. So uh, Amen. I, try I try to be effective through uh, the Word of God. Wow. You are amazing, Brother Charles. You are you you share your testimony 
you talk about music industry, you're sharing with us the importance of mental health. You are busy. How do you stay so uh, focused? How do you spend, you know, we all have a self-help, like a self, um, self-care. self What are some of the things that you do for self-care? Because well, um, I, I think um, men should, should hear from other men because they think that's just for women. No, men need it too. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. Because <laughs> a lot of men, and myself included, uh, I was in denial for years that I did not have uh, a mental, uh, something mentally not correct. Uh, regimen. You need a, a regimen, self-care, yes. Right. So, Kimmy, what I do, I quote, I quote certain scriptures, I quote them every day. See, that's that's, your, that's your self-care, okay? That's, so That's right. And Philippians, the scripture that we talked about today. And it's mm. uh, what you what I would admonish people to do is to get four or five scriptures out of the word and learn them and speak them into the atmosphere. Don't just keep it inside of you. You got to speak those things out. So when you when I quote that scripture, I find myself quoting uh, in Corinthians all the time, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every okay. thought to the obedience of Christ. So these people that go around uh, advocating open, open, your, you know, your mind is open and it's free thought, no. No. The word says, bring into captivity. That's not a free thought. You bring your thoughts into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And I find that that keeps me, uh, my thought pattern, and it keeps me motivated, and it keeps me positive. So we go oh, wow. to the word of God. It's got something for everybody. <laughs> it really does. That's <laughs> uh, amazing. It's, it's a, yeah, just go to the Word of God. Get you four or five scriptures, and it will keep your your mind. Um, it'll keep you straight. Because it of, will. Uh, some devastating deaths that I had that that took me to a dark place. You know, I wanted to kill people, and I wanted to do some things that would have probably had me in prison or dead, but. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. That's the word right there. He always causes us to triumph. Mm. And I'm a, I'm a Thanks be unto God. So, yeah, keep your head in the word and it'll wow. keep your head straight. <laughs> wow. I love that laughter that you have. So, you know, I really believe in asking this question because I love to see um, different answers. So what kind of legacy would you like to leave behind when God gives you your wings and calls you home? I would like to be known as a minister, someone that helped uh, wow. some, someone that, that's been very helpful. Uh, that's the legacy. I'm 70 years old now. So uh, I've been through, I've been around the block a few times, 
and what I would like to be known as a person that helps somebody. Okay. And I think that, uh, you know, it, it's simple, but it's to the point. And that's that's really my desire. Uh, my my music uh, is geared toward people being helped through the word of God. And I have to I also see a lot. There. I see that. I see that in you. Yes. I see that and more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the legacy I want to leave. Can you thank you for asking me that? Well, and you I also I see I see a book coming. Mm-hmm. Are you writing? Oh wow! <laughs> you know, so many people have asked me that. Uh, yeah, you have yeah, a book. You have too much to say. <laughs> you can't keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been through quite a few things, so I'm, I'm here to the, just by the grace of God. He says, "My grace is sufficient." For sufficient. Me, so. yeah, and so, He makes yeah, I mean, our weakness our strength. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing, but. You know, yeah, exactly. So nice. And sometimes we have to keep that. Yes, and we almost about to end, but I, I, I like talking to you because you're transparent, and I'm still reminded that we still have this, you know, this little thing on the side called um, sin. He, he keeps us there. That thorn. He keeps that thorn there to remind us how far we have come and not to think that we have arrived. Isn't that something? <laughs> that is, that you still got it there now. You got all of that in the bag of chips, but hey, you know, it's also <laughs> a good thing. Hey, as long as you're going to be tempted, that's for sure. It's just more yield to it. <laughs> that's when you get in trouble, Kimmy. When you yield to yeah, that you alive, you, you don't Jesus. do this anymore. Exactly. I'm I'm good. Uh, I'm Jesus. I'm Jesus Junior. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. But <laughs> it has taught me to understand that we still we are still learning, you know. We've been on this walk. Oh, yeah. I know I've been on this walk for over thirty years. I'm still learning. Yes, without doubt. You can read the scripture the same scripture every day and get a different revelation from it. So, yeah, I believe that too. And yeah, some, life is a learning experience. It's so cliche to say that, but it's so true. Life is a learning experience. So uh, just keep on living and learning. When you stop learning, then something is wrong. You stop living. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. That's so true. I didn't want to say that, but thank you for yeah, finishing that sentence for me. But yeah, that's so true. It's so true. Well, Brother Charles, it was such a pleasure for having you. But before we let you go, we're going to bring my boss back on, just in case if you have any other, any questions that he would like to ask. And I believe that we have your song. Can't wait to hear it. I mean, wow. You from the B. You're in the midst of all the greats. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I love all of them. Clark Sisters. You know, I love the temptations. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Music. Yeah. I like them all. Me too. I'm going to say so myself. I do too. <laughs> I love it. Great show. Great show. Well, only question I have for our Brother Charles is um, can we can we have him back? Have him back. 
in one of our podcasts. Oh yeah. yeah. He got a he got a story, doesn't he? Oh yeah. Oh, I mean he, oh my goodness! Yeah, I really a, have to ask a lot of questions. Yeah, I'm learning a lot from him. That was that was that was a Netflix movie right there. <laughs> that was Netflix, man. Oh yeah, it's, it's been so nice talking to you guys. It seems like I know you guys, man. This is what we do. Like you guys we just love people. Yeah, that's what we do, man. That's that's our our skill. <laughs> Yeah, that's our skill. But um, family. Uh, brother yeah. Charles, I, I didn't hear you mention a, a book was in the working. No, no, I, you know, I've had several people to ask me about that, and uh, I don't know. Maybe that is in the, in the future. Maybe even a film. I, I've been in two movies, and I, I acted in several plays uh, that had like two, three, five-year runs. So, hey, wow. Um, wow. Maybe I could play somebody's daddy. I'm too old to be playing the young child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. Well, if you, you know, if you uh, journey down. Yeah, he did a lot. Of, if he if he decided to journey down that, that road, man, let us know. We can help some. We got some people that can help you out make that happen. Amen. Yeah, Quite a, oh, quite a, God bless. It's yeah. so good to know that. Thank you so much. Yeah, sometimes we forget that we have a story in ourselves, you know, that can help somebody or help many. Yeah. You know, we just hold it, we just keep it to ourselves until somebody mentioned it. And he said, well, that, that would make a great book. You know, it was a great, I mean, you're a great storyteller, you know, so why not write a yeah. book? Amen. I'm just listening to him like, whoa, PK went through this. Yeah, that was whoa, crazy. That, yeah, that was the, that, that's God. Yeah, that is. Yeah, and that's and that's our streets that we live in too, man. It can take up it can take anybody, you know? Yes. In a blink. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. I see that. All right. Well you, well, you, you guys, guys ready? You guys I was going to say, uh, uh, Kimmy, are you going to let Brother Charles pray us out before we play his music? Oh, absolutely. He's a minister for over 20 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he got himself in trouble. Please pray us out. But yes, um, uh, this, I just want to thank you, Jerry Worth, for this another opportunity. And Brother Charles, you're just amazing. Keep up the good work. Amen. Well, thank you. It's so encouraging. It but takes one to know one. <laughs> sure, I, you, I, it'd be an honor to pray us out. Would you like me to pray now? Yes, sir. Okay, God, I thank you, oh God, for Brother Jerry and Sister Kimmy, Lord. And I thank you for the work that they're doing, Lord. God, I ask you that you would use them even the more, Lord. God, anoint them and use them for your glory. And God, we pray that this podcast reach somebody. Oh, God, for your glory, Lord. Prick those hearts out there, oh, God, that are hardened, Lord, and bring them into your kingdom. Lord, we pray your blessings on your people right now. Save the unsaved, Lord, oh, God. Reclaim the backslider, Lord. Heal that sick body, oh, God, and correct that off-thinking in the name of Jesus, Lord. God, we thank you for these things, Lord, and we give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Charles. Mm, yeah. I was going to say, you know, one thing I did miss when you guys were talking, Brother Charles, did you did you pronounce your last name? 
It's Wasson, W-A-S-S-O-N. It's two S's instead of a G. Wasson. I thought so. I was I was guessing at it, but I, I thought that was the correct <laughs> pronunciation. Right, right. Yeah. It's easy to get it wrong. I'm used to it, man. But it is W-A-S-S-O-N. Right. Awesome, awesome. All right, well, we we ready to bless the audience, the listeners, um, with your, with your um, brand new song. Uh, and it's called Jesus Is Your Exit. By second son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Everybody, thank <laughs> you for deep. thank you for joining us. You can find um on all digital platforms, whoever you're paying for, download, add it to your playlist, and um and share it with your with your friends and family. Amen. Let's get you. That's right. Let's God get, bless you. God bless you. Amen. God bless you too. You are listening to Jewish Worldwide Podcast.
Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.